Lights, camera, action. <laughs> Claire, don't you start. She's true. <laughs> there we are. Um, so what's it only been like four days since the last meeting? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like yesterday. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's, like, it does. Well, it's like you you say we should aim for once a day. <laughs> we're getting there. Or at least three times a week. I do feel like the hours between film club are longer than the hours that are film club. <laughs> mm. Well, we're just it's so tedious waiting for the next yeah. film club meeting, yeah. I can imagine the listeners feel the same about yeah, the podcast. I'm sure. Can I kick this one off? Yes. Oh. I just want to say fuck you, Michael. Oh, wow. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> as bad as that. No, I'm just kidding. What the film? This is Nosferatu. Yep. 1922. Um. Oh, that not that really. was related to the film. <laughs> <laughs> not my cup of tea. Not your cup not, of tea. Not my cup of tea. Okay. Um, fine though. Fine, I, I was being a bit harsh there. It was all right. I was just so aware. No, a bit harsh. Of, oh, <laughs> I think that was a fair criticism. <laughs> it, dra- it dragged a little bit for me. I'm interested to see what okay. you guys think of it. Okay, maybe we should sweep round. Yeah. So what what did you think, Fernando? Well, first, I thought it was as an experience quite interesting because yeah. it might be my first silent movie. Um, yeah. Um, some of the things that I really appreciated was the music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, yeah, I thought it was interesting in that way. Good. Like, it was interesting as an experiment. Yeah. But I'm glad that we no longer make, well, I hope that we no longer make silent movies <laughs> because they we are make very different. Song to song, don't they? <laughs> Which is, <laughs> that is true. Well, at least it has a little bit more color. <laughs> um, yeah, I suppose that it is, it is. It does remind me of song to song. <laughs> um, mm. Did you enjoy it overall? Was it a good film or a bad film? Yes, I think I enjoyed it, but not because I thought it was a good film, but okay. because it was a novelty. Okay. Um, there were several things that I was thinking while I was watching the movie, and one of them was, oh, well, surely being an actor back then was much easier because you did not have to remember any of the lines. <laughs> um, yes. Mm. Some other things that I thought is that at, at times the text on the screen was left like sufficiently long and there were some other cases where you would see perhaps more sentences on the screen and it would they would not leave them nearly as long as okay. the other one. Hmm. Yeah. There were some parts that I simply could not read. Well, I, was, I guess I could have gone back, but I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that I could not read because it was just too fast for me, especially because of the very detailed um, calligraphy. Um, yeah. Sometimes I could not recognize certain letters. I see. Uh-huh. Mm. Interesting. Were you reading it in the original German? In the original? No, it was in... It was uh, all, all the text was in English. Yes, on the the text okay. Was in English. Oh wow! That's oh, good. Wow. So we should come back to that. Yeah. D- firstly, did you? What did you think, Claire? I think I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> like I really enjoyed really? it. Really? Yeah. yeah. I found myself getting like really into it. I was gripped. <laughs> wow. I know. Excellent. That is the opposite of me. <laughs> I know. 
This could come to festing. We could come to blows. Yeah. <laughs> so I should first say that I loved it as well. Did you? Um, yeah, I thought it was great. Uh, there's certain aspects I didn't love so much, but uh, overall I thought it was a really good film. I really enjoyed it. Um, and the novelty as well as I just thought they did a really good job with it um, made it a really good experience for me. Um, so I want to I want to ask a couple of questions because this was a film... Um, I don't know if you know anything about the history of this film. No. So it was adapted from Dracula, right? Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> and which had, been, which had come out like 40 years earlier, the novel of Dracula. And Bram Stoker, the author, his estate, uh, sued the makers of this film. And they sued successfully uh, because they had not paid any royalties and they'd used characters from Dracula. Um, and they were ordered to destroy the film. Um, yeah. And the idea was that every copy of Nosferatu would be destroyed forever and no one would be able to see it. And it's only later on that people managed to reconstruct it from uh, copies that were accidentally not destroyed or copies that were kept secretly. Um, as a result, uh, there is no like official version of Nosferatu and different versions that you can get hold of look slightly different and have slightly different content depending on who's pieced them together and how they've done that. Um, so one thing you mentioned, Fernando, is that you were watching a film that was the intertitles, the, the cards with the words on them, were all in English. Yes. So this was originally a German film, so the original version would have had German intertitles. Um. But for translation to different audiences around the world, they would they would use different intertitles with the correct language on it, so you must have watched an English version. Mm -hmm. um, the version we were watching was the original German one, and it actually had English subtitles. Oh. Um, and in a way, that actually made it a little easier to keep up with it, because sometimes, as you said, there'd be a long page that you'd have to read the whole of, and you'd have 20 seconds to do it. But this would be translating it a couple of lines at a time, so you'd just read it along with it at the bottom, and that would keep you paced well. What, what language did you have, Lord? The same as you guys, German. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, and why were you watching this? Oh, or did you stream it from a certain place? Uh, no, I bought the Blu-ray copy of it. Oh, I see. Um, the Masters of Cinema version, where they were very... Uh, they're like purists who wanted to be as close to the original version as possible, and there was like a little note at the start saying this is where it was restored from and all that. Um, I watched it on YouTube. You watched it on YouTube? <laughs> I also watched it on YouTube. Oh, but different YouTube versions. Interesting. And I normally buy... Uh, the, the films that we've been watching and normally buy them from Google Play, um, but mm. it wasn't available on Google Play. Maybe because yeah. of what you mentioned, then it is not officially a movie. Yeah. Um, so it is now legal to watch it, so that's okay. Oh, okay. But, um, but it, there's nobody owns the copyright of it, so anybody can release their own version of Nosferatu, um, which is why there's so many different versions. So the, the other thing that we should talk about just to see is, were you watching versions that had colour? No, it was, well, it was a sepia tone. Just a sepia, like a brown and yeah. white type thing, yeah, okay. Well, and there were some some scenes that seemed a little bit more blue than the other. Oh, ones. actually, yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. Blue. Uh, so, yes, of course, black and white, but with certain blue and certain red at times, I think. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the the version we had was, was perhaps the same, that yeah. it had been filmed without mm -hmm. colour, but they had tinted yeah. different scenes <clears throat> mm -hmm. 
and so some scenes were very particularly blue and some were very particularly yellow and some were very particularly red and I think those were the three different types of shots you, you saw that didn't you? <laughs> yeah okay. so and um, that sounds right yes yeah cool most of the titles were blue mm-hmm. yeah cool um God, I just wanted to, to make sure we'd all seen... I think we've all seen roughly the same film then. <laughs> it was about an hour and a half long. It was about a vampire, right? The other thing that I can comment is that I was expecting to see the scene that you were telling about him in this pose, and I don't think mm. I saw it, or maybe I just missed oh, it. Oh, okay. Is it when he's creeping up the stair? Or a few yeah, times he does it. Yeah, like... just before that, when he's looking at the window, mm. and he sort of just kind of slides off. He does that. Oh. This is towards the end when he's yeah. in the German town. Yeah, yeah when yeah, he's looking okay. across at the wife. <laughs> oh, wait, yes, yes. It was not this, it was this. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, in that case, yes. <laughs> Just like. Um, mm. So he was trying to dance thriller. <laughs> exactly. I, I, you know, I thought about the thriller dance while I was watching it. <laughs> I was wondering if they based the thriller dance on Nosferatu <laughs> in that sense, because it's all about these sort of classic gothic horror tropes. Yeah. Anyway, could could you say why you didn't like it, Laura? You got a few ideas you're bursting with. Um, to be honest, I just so <clears throat> what I did like about it was the music. Mm. Really great score. I mean that <clears throat> sort of softened the blow of how much I didn't like what was happening <laughs> yeah, before my eyes. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed very much the scenes in the castle. Yeah. Um, okay. For some reason, I found them quite compelling. Yeah, okay. Um, I did as well. Yeah, but the rest of it, I don't know, just dragged for me, and I was just... Oh, I'm not a big fan of German expressionism. Okay. <laughs> I don't like know anything about German expressionism. <laughs> I've been forced to watch, in when I did film studies, um, Metropolis. Oh, And okay. some of the cabinet of Dr. Caligari. Then you didn't like them? No, I don't think... Maybe because I was forced to analyse them today. I also loved Metropolis. That's the only other silent film I've seen. Not for me. (laughs) Yeah, I thought that was kind of great. It's not that I dislike silent films, because there are silent films I've enjoyed. And black and white films, obviously, but it's not that. But I don't know, it just wasn't... It just wasn't my cup of tea. Sure. I don't know what it was. Yeah. Was it the powerful sense of dread? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Or was it too artsy and... I, I found every scene with uh, Knock mm-hmm. very boring. Yeah. I found okay. yeah, everything with the wife quite boring. I don't know. I just was found myself finding it all quite dull. Yeah. Um, so. I, I did like Nosferatu himself. He reminded me of um, Peter from What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah, he was <laughs> yeah. based on Oh, right? yeah, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which added a bit of something <laughs> kind of makes it a bit harder to take seriously right yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean so unlike modern films it's the overacting is a bit distracting it's very obvious that you're watching someone yeah. play acting mm-hmm. yeah like um, Interview with the Vampire <laughs> so it's maybe not realistic <laughs> well. how, how did you feel about that was that, I don't mind that. Um, that, okay? that was all right. Yeah, no, I think I also find the, the story of Dracula really boring. <laughs> okay, um, maybe it's just. I don't really know the story of Dracula. Are you familiar with it? It's just very long, very slow paced, and there's lots of characters that we follow at various times. Yeah. Um, I don't know that well. I don't really remember the film, but I got the same sort of feeling of just this very much uh, plodding along. Yeah, that's sure. what I felt with this one. 
Yeah, because there's not actually a lot happens in the story of Dracula. Mm. I okay. Pretty much what we saw. Yeah. It's like, I, I like comes across in a boat. Oh. Some people die. It is as simple as that. Yeah. Because I, I was guessing, I've never read Dracula, I don't know it, but I, my, I was guessing all the way through there that they had drastically stripped it down in order to portray it in a silent film. I thought that they've just tried to pull out the core of what makes Dracula interesting and just show that and skip all the boring plot details. But you're, you're saying that was basically... I mean, there are there is more to it. Mm. But, like, in terms of story, I think, I think I, I've maybe, like, listened to the audiobook or a radio adaptation or something. Yeah. Um, but there's not a lot to the story. Okay. Because it's, it's a diary, is it not? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I read the first page of it yesterday with Wealth. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> it opens with a, a train journey that is basically the exact mm-hmm. same as the train journey that we did yeah. in August. It's like, I arose in Mönchen in the morning and took the first train to Vienna. From there I went to Budapest and had a wonderful time and then got on a train towards Romania. I was like, that was our holiday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this guy stole on our holiday. Cool. Um, hmm. Yeah, I like a sexy vampire. (laughs) (laughs) He was he was a long way from a sexy vampire, wasn't he? Yeah, and yet I feel it was as much about sex. Yeah, Mm. there were some undertones there. At some point, we're going to ring the bell, aren't we? We'll we'll leave it a little longer for pull the trigger on that. Was it scary? No, no. I thought so. I thought it was scary. Did you? Yeah. Again, I just got into it. I was. Mm-hmm. I really felt. We did it. make a point of it, didn't we? We closed the window, That's true. And closed the curtains and the blinds and stuff, and turned it right up and watched it in the dark mm-hmm. with no distractions. But I mean, I was on edge for one scene, which is when I think he looks <clears> through <throat> the door and sees Nosferatu just standing. <gasps> oh God! That was oh, that. Did, that freaked me out quite a bit. If I had to criticise the film, it would be that it never lived up to that one moment. <laughs> that was just so scary. Yeah, just, actually, uh, yeah. The, the pinnacle of you said your your favourite bit was the bit it in was the castle. castle or, yeah, in fact, that was the only bit you really liked. Yeah. And for me, that was the best bit. <laughs> was yeah, the, the all the stuff that happened in the castle, mm-hmm. um, and it never quite lived up to that afterwards, which is maybe okay, but uh, I still enjoyed it afterwards. Um, I guess. I understand what you mean to some extent with the pantomime stuff. Mm. That it, <laughs> some of it came off as laughable. When he came out of the ship with his coffin. <laughs> 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 to me. <laughs> Just carrying it under his arm, like, yeah. sneaking off. I found that quite funny. I guess I'd been won over by that point, so mm. I was I was willing to, to go along with that kind of thing. I chose to read that as a pointed statement that was demonstrating his strength. I thought yeah. that as well, yes. Yeah, you'd have to be strong. Because everyone else was like having trouble lugging these big coffins around and stuff. Mm. But with a super vampire strength. <laughs> Nosferatu was just... Like, it was a Chuckle Brother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did the work of both Chuckle Brothers <laughs> at once. A <laughs> couple of bits that were a bit... that came off as a bit silly that I think were meant to be amazing... Um, audiences back then were not used to the idea of stop motion, I guess. So when they see, like, oh, 
it's a coffin and then it opens a bit and then it opens a bit more and then it opens a bit more. To us, it just looks like some kid on YouTube who's doing his first animation. But to them, it must have been like this dramatic sort of bam, bam, bam. Uh, and that just didn't work for for me, sadly. Uh, so you know what I liked, like but what was a bit silly? was when he wakes up after having been in the castle, but, and then he sees the breakfast, and he's like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, he was thrilled, wasn't he? He's like, shit, yeah, brilliant. <laughs> Just been a bit terrified, no like, mosquitoes. backing up into the chair in, like, fright. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly is unconscious, wakes up. Yeah. Yeah, it's strange. Um... Oh, that was creepy as well when he finds the mosquito bites and mm. thinks it's just that. <laughs> He's reading the book about vampires and in the end it's just like, <laughs> throws it over his shoulder. Oh, yeah, because he reads it in the morning and he's not so scared anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was, again, it was this sort of pantomime acting to, to make sure you get across all these ideas. They had the biggest, broadest smiles and the most terrible frowns. There was no subtlety. Um, I've heard it said that that came from stage acting mm. where you need to make mm. everything quite big and it took them a while to yeah. get used to the idea that you can be more subtle when yeah. there's a camera right on you. Um, yeah, yeah. seems like there's something in there. Well, I'm sure that's true, actually. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the thing. Doesn't, doesn't mean it's good, though. <laughs> It's just forgivable. Mm. Did you have any notes, Claire? Yes. So you're taking some notes. Would you like to I've share got some? Lots of notes. Ow. I have notes from me and I have notes from Wilf. I think maybe I should read Wilf's notes at the end in one go. Oh. oh. Uh, which I haven't seen. Okay. I've got lots of notes. Well, oh well, just if you. I guess I should ask, do you have any thoughts you'd like to share? Don't know. Um, I'll review my notes. You guys chat. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Did you like the use of the different colour? Um, I wouldn't say I was particularly bothered by the use of colour. I wouldn't okay. say it really made an impression on me. Because I thought it made a big difference. Again, assuming we were watching the same mm-hmm. thing, um, we had blue for darkness and yeah. yellow for light, mm-hmm. right? Um and I hadn't quite worked that out until it was yellow and then he blew out the candle and it changed mm. to blue. I thought that was quite a nice touch. Did you get that, what the different colours meant? I Yes, I can't remember that particular scene, mm. uh, but I was somehow thinking that perhaps, yes, blue meant the night and the other mm. colour was during the day, which <clears throat> I thought was still not sufficient because there were some scenes that were meant to happen during the night, which to me were very clearly uh, shot during the day. Uh, mm. Mm. I, oh, you mean it, it was in blue, but it was obviously filmed at daytime. Uh-huh. Yeah, so to me, I, I think that that was why they needed the colours in a way, because I guess it a long time ago it was difficult to film something at night, and if you don't have mm. true colour, it must be difficult to show with these very rudimentary cameras to show, like, to capture anything if it's too dark. So I guess they had to film everything during the day and only by using these colours were they able to tell us this is nighttime, this is daytime. Because I agree with you, it, you, you could see quite clearly that they were filming it all in, in broad daylight. Hmm. Um, so I thought it was good that they used the colours to tell well, us. Well, it's not that. the only way. They could have just put some titles on the screen saying, oh, 
This is at night. This is at day. Das Nacht. What about characters and character development? I enjoyed some of them. Um, bit, bit two dimensional. Most of them, right? Mm. Absolutely. Do you have any yeah. thoughts? Um, I guess. What was the main character called again? Hutter. Hutter. Um. He was a bit of an idiot. Yeah. That's about it. <laughs> well, like, oh yeah, sure, he wants to move into this big abandoned building opposite my house, that's fine. Seems legit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I guess... <laughs> that could be his catchphrase for the whole week. <laughs> <laughs> we might forgive him for not thinking that vampires exist. Yeah, certainly. And once it became clear that he was a vampire, he did yeah. everything he could to try and get back to the town before before Nosferatu did and tried to stop him right? fair enough yeah I suppose uh, but, I suppose yeah. we, we combined with the acting it just makes his character seem a little ridiculous yeah the smiling all the time <laughs> I've got a, a note here mm. Hutter and Ellen love kissing each other oh my <laughs> goodness there were some raunchy kisses <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I love the sort of oh, it was so unfeeling and unpassionate it was just sort of they do a big smile and then bash their faces <laughs> against each other three times yeah. and then smile at each other and that's it it was just so far from any actual kiss I've seen <laughs> quite enjoyed it um, but it was nice that they, they showed us that they really did love each other uh, yeah do you have any thoughts Claire? I have I have one question about Ellen oh yeah um was she without sin? Because she was the like the, the fundamental reason Nosferatu died was because yeah. mm. what we forgot about the cockerel. So, what did they mean by without sin? Because I'm pretty sure she lived with the Hutter, did she not? Were they not married? Yeah, but I they're married. So. It's okay. I got the impression they were married. What's a maiden without sin or something like that and it's like the very definition of a maiden did it say maiden I thought it maybe said a young woman really I'm not sure I remember watching it and thinking oh I think she doesn't have to be a virgin oh you think I'm not sure okay and it was all very old fashioned words as well yeah I just think well maybe that was a fundamental point of it yeah maybe maybe from German they missed the subtlety amazing. Yeah. No way. Whoever did the translation we were watching had spent years <laughs> making sure it was exactly right. The, uh, the, the Blu-ray came with like a, a pamphlet about 40 pages thick explaining all of the restoration efforts that had gone into it. They must have thought it all through. Okay. Um, hmm. Yes. Yeah, so did, did you take it that she was a virgin then? No, I didn't. I didn't even pick up on that. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. Sort of definition of maiden. I forgot entirely that that's what it was meant to mean. Um, I just thought it was a bit strange. Yeah, maybe it was just in the sense of young woman, maiden. Maybe they'd never consummated their marriage. Maybe. maybe. Just snog each other like that every. Because <laughs> he was sleeping in the chair. <laughs> And the last night, mm. Hutter was sleeping in the chair, not go. in the bed with mm. her. 
Yeah. Presumably that was. So I, I got the impression that was because he was like waiting up to keep oh, okay. watch. Surely their their sleeping arrangement wasn't. I sleep in the bed and you sleep in the chair watching me. <laughs> well, I, I wondered if now that we're married, he didn't live with her. Yeah. Okay. And Maybe was just married, staying over, so we went to sleep in the chair. I could be right. Yeah. I thought it said wife, but I'm trying to think now. I'm sure it, I thought it said wife. Yeah. But I just yeah, it puzzled me. And I was hoping you guys had picked up on something that would make it make sense. Nah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you like Ellen? No. No. <laughs> oh, I was excited when I thought she hadn't died, so I must have quite liked her. Yeah, okay. And then I was really sad when she had died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah it's just her death throes at the end, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's like, yeah! Oh. <laughs> God, we all know someone who just cannot take a present. What? Thanks for bringing me these dead flowers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a really good... Because I think that was the first piece of dialogue in the film, wasn't it? Mm. And I thought that says so much about her. Mm. Sort of say, showing how thoughtful and strange she is and how she just feels for everything and has just a unique perspective on life. And the whole way through... She's got this sort of dark eye makeup and she's always just a bit disengaged with everyone, like she's just on a slightly different plane. And I thought that was a really interesting really interesting style for her. Yeah, clearly the correct response to somebody giving you flowers isn't isn't that. Although I did do that to Juliana you once because she, she picked wild daffodils. Oh yeah, fair enough. And gave actually. me some I was like Juliana, I don't want this. <laughs> That's supposed to be outside, like, That's contributing true, to the environment. That yeah. was illegal. <laughs> That's very true. Um, yeah, she just typified the sort of that era woman. Really? In a floaty white dress, just sort of wailing about her disappeared okay. husband. Can't possibly function without him. She's going to sit on a beach with the tide. Yeah. She was worried about him, though. Well, you know. Okay, so I was excited <laughs> about going to the land of spectres and thieves. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to the land of spectres and thieves! <laughs> I'm Barry Scott! <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't entirely happy about that, was she? I think it was more disconcerting that he was so happy about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was just excited to have an adventure, I guess, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh. Men. Bless his Let little heart. dump you with this other couple, because obviously you can't be left on your own. Absolutely. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Maybe she to was. To be fair, I wouldn't have left her on her own. <laughs> she was a mess. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she was a bit special. Mm. Yeah, I thought it was meant to be clear all the way through that she was she was unusual and she had a, a strange disposition. Sensitive disposition. Sensitive disposition. Um, and was maybe attuned to something that most people are not. As we saw, she had this sort of weird psychic connection to yeah. her husband, where he was having his blood drank and she was, like, doing so that She protected him at one point, right? 
Do you remember so the the most shocking scene where he opens the door and Count mm. Orlok's yeah. staring at him and then Count Orlok comes into the room and we see her meanwhile in Germany mm-hmm. um doing this thing where she's like pointing and that seemed to me that she was somehow warding off the Count. All right. Who then did not kill Hutter, which maybe he would have done. Um, I didn't pick up on that. Okay. I, I got that impression that she was involved in what was going on in that room, and it seemed like she was defending her husband, but maybe okay. I was wrong there. I, th- I got the feeling that she was like attracted to the vampire somehow like he was drawing her towards him mm. she kept like looking out to the moon and like reaching out to it and stuff mm. I got the sense that she'd been like hypnotised yeah. a little like she was in trance like sort of hypnotic yeah state. sure and yet at the same time in the end it turned out that she had hypnotised the vampire Mm, was, the was, yeah, it was only her seductive <laughs> ways and her her pretty little neck that um, that ended up being the destruction of him. Can I ring the bell? Yes, please do. Symbolism. Symbolism. Right. So the virgin, the maiden, yeah. pure of heart, etc. One time where she does seduce a man, obviously symbolising the sexy elements, and then she dies. Oh, that's true. So isn't it ironic? Oh yeah. Yeah, that she should have to. Her purity was the only thing keeping her alive. Soil herself. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, a lesson for us all. (laughs) 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 Certainly for all women, men don't have to worry about. Yeah. Well, I mean, if we're going to take Count Orlocks, he, he also <laughs> don't don't go for these uh, these sexy young ladies, or you will die because you won't be paying any attention to anything around you, and the sun will rise and you'll be destroyed. I just think he could have avoided that by not going and standing in front of the window. Yeah, it did sort of seem like he wasn't thinking that's about that. Throwing though. the bloody baby out with the bathwater, is it? Yeah. <laughs> I just. Stay under the bed or something. In one track mind, though, all he could think about was that that sweet, sweet blood. So he walked away from it <laughs> to the window. Oh yeah, yeah. He realised and was like, "Oh no, now I'm going to die. I'll walk around the room for a bit." <laughs> uh, is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Into the direct sunlight. Into the direct sunlight. Um, I got the impression that it was it was like it was already daytime and he wasn't in his coffin and that was enough that he was. Oh, so you sun. have to be in the coffin. Not that he has to be actually in the sunshine. Oh, really? Yeah, otherwise he mm. could just go out on a cloudy day, couldn't he? Um, and it, it was quite clear that he had to be at least, like, indoors and hidden far away for all of the daytime. Yeah, hide under the bed. <laughs> Don't stand in the window. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, so she as a maiden had to give up her innocence, innocence and purity. Yeah. And that's just wrong but women suggest men though, isn't it? Well it's yeah. Utterly inappropriate. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got a different kind of symbolism from that. And that was is there a, a Christian thing going on here that she 
everybody was was dying from this thing, and she sacrificed herself. Oh, um, and g- gave up at great personal cost to herself. She, she wasn't in love with the vampire. Oh, or she had she, read the book. She read this thing saying, and she we we saw her reading it like two or three times, didn't yeah. we? Saying. And this beautiful young lady, this is the only way to stop the vampire. Yeah. And she then decided, look, I need to do this. And Mm. she sacrificed herself and she ended up, she gave her life for everyone else. I I sort of meant that. Like, it it was a sacrifice. It wasn't her on purpose, like, giving up her, or, like, being less of a... That's where the irony comes from, I think, that she has to sacrifice it and Mm. then dies for it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, okay, so she is this innocent who's realised this altruistic act that she has to yeah. do, but in doing that, she has to mm. engage in a salacious act, yeah. which she fundamentally disagrees with, but yeah, okay. Yeah. Yep. There's got to be something in that, right, because mm-hmm. they, they talk about her being without sin. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something... Something Christian going on there. Mm, that's true. Yeah. What do you think, Fernando? I this is just too intense. I was certainly <laughs> not thinking about okay. the sacrifice. I think she had a plan. Mm. Yes. Yeah. So you you do think that she she understood what she was doing and that yes. she decided to do this for the good of Although the community. Although I also wonder, is in how how the person that was writing the book know about. No, 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 the book that she was reading. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, no, about the solution. Yes, it was It was some medieval book from many years ago, wasn't it? Um, was it written by the creator of all vampires? Yeah. Saying, oh, <laughs> you can get rid of vampires this way. I guess we must think, yes, this is something that had happened before. Mm. Um, <laughs> but I guess people tended not to think about... Uh, I'm not going to say anything about religion, but people people in the era we're talking about were not so worried about where exactly this information has come from, so much as this is written down, it must be true. Uh, I, I get, like, <laughs> the, the idea of, about religion. Yeah, sorry. Um, but that, like, the idea of finding this manuscript with ancient vampire lore, uh, they would probably not think about, oh, well, can we, can we really rely on this stuff so much as we would? I wouldn't wouldn't look at this book critically and think, well, how does he know that? Mm. <laughs> Any more symbols? Uh, yes. But you have one? I had one that was when he was staying in the inn and that all the scary things were happening outside and he shut the window on it as this like way of like not only like blocking out noise and light and stuff, but he was sort of denying the the threat to himself because he was so excited about his adventure he didn't want to accept that there was a real threat um, and so he yeah. like blocked it out mm-hmm. physically as well as when he said yeah I think it was a film about rigid boundaries and them being transgressed Nosferatu was very a between sort of figure symbol between sort of life and death between mm. dark and light and um, yeah, a lot of the interesting tension came from I think him crossing boundaries. I'm d- I don't know where I'm going with this. The words are just coming yeah, out. You can think out loud. <laughs> <as you go. laughs> well, like, and then him 
crossing over the sea, I think, to a new place. I don't know. It was an interesting... That was interesting, actually. Mm. Um, your idea of boundaries and protection mm. and then Nosferatu crossing. Yeah, because he swings the door open, doesn't he, mm. in the castle. Oh, like, God. he has that power yeah. to break <gasps> oh, down defences. Mmm. Yeah. Because he's the, the wormhole. <laughs> He has the channel between good and evil, between life and death. How's this for symbolism? Oh, that's right? some pretty good symbolism. That's pretty good. I could have done an arts degree. <laughs> <laughs> it's not too late. <laughs> what do you reckon? Did you have for Did you have Fernando symbolism? Um, maybe some literal symbolism on the oh, paper. Literal the... symbolism. <laughs> that possible? Sounds like a module title. <laughs> uh, at the beginning of the movie, he was like reading... Like theoretical application. He was, he was reading some paper with symbols. Yes. Mm. Yes. Oh, you're right. It's oh, yeah, symbols. Symbol. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was a good introduction to something's not right here. The fact that Knock can read this mm. mysterious script. I mean, uh, we... When we saw Nock, we were like, well, he's obviously evil. Yeah. Um, I thought maybe he would be like a greedy uh, a greedy capitalist or something, mm. that kind of evil, but it turns out he was a full-on vampire servant. Um, yeah. Mm. I thought that was good. Okay. Yeah, I like the symbols on the paper. Well, I, I think there might have been a swastika and a Star of David on oh, really? that paper. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Didn't notice. Uh, I don't know if it was. Whereas swastika would not have had the meaning it has now. Yeah. yeah. It might have been the reverse. It might have been like the Hindu symbol. Okay. Because I can never remember which is which. I think the Hindu symbol points anti-clockwise. Yeah, I don't know which way this one pointed. Okay. It usually yeah. has dots as well. Oh, I didn't have dots. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I noticed it had both those symbols. Interesting. And that wasn't a thing then. But yeah. That's a thing. Cool. Uh, yeah, one thought. Um, just a simple thing. They, they seem to to think quite a bit about the layout of environments and rooms that they were all in. But one that I particularly noticed was when she's sitting on her bench at the beach, staring out to sea, lost in a world of thoughts. Um, there's loads and loads of crosses all the way along yeah. the beach. And there were a, crosses were an important sim, an important motif of going through mm-hmm. the film. Yeah, thanks. I'm here all week. Um, and they, they didn't have to choose a beach that happens to have all these graves on it, but they did. And that, to me, that firstly made me think of the the idea of the crosses protection against vampires and as something holy, but also as something you put over a grave. Uh, and I thought that was just a really interesting mm. uh, thing to have all the way along there, that she would choose there, surrounded by death and surrounded by holy symbols, to to wait for this thing to resolve. Um, I thought that was nice. That's cool. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Mm. Uh, that was the only symbolism that I noticed. I think there was probably quite a lot allegorically for, from German expressionism. What I vaguely remember is that it's yeah. heavily... Allegorical for German society at the time. Okay. Um, but I couldn't tell you what we are. <laughs> sure. 
so this was 1922, mm-hmm. so it was the Weimar Republic. They were just recovering from the disastrous First World War and had just abandoned their monarchy and mm-hmm. all of that. Oh, see, this is I don't what, know what that tells along. us. Because <laughs> of my German history. All those K-bombs you drop on us. Yeah. <laughs> so German expressions films are normally quite just like play on distortion and jagged features and a lot of like okay. sharp cuts and chiaroscuro which is the contrast between oh, talked about light and chiaroscuro dark. okay yeah. I think from what I vaguely remember again from my one year of film studies <laughs> oh there was definitely some contrast between light and dark <laughs> yeah that was a in very the lighting. big feature yeah, yeah. Um, in fact there was one thing that I noticed that her I think Wilf and I both muttered oh cool and I don't know if you noticed it as well. When Count Orlok's carriage first arrives to pick up Hutter mm-hmm. from the mountains, do you remember he picks him up and he's the, the Count is st- sitting on the top? It's quite mm-hmm. a quite a scary looking image, and it's at night. It looks normal to start with, and something happens with the film, and it it seems to happen gradually. It's not. It wasn't quite clear, but it looked funny. That carriage, uh, by the end, it had been... They were using the negative yeah, image. Yeah, I've got that right now. Yeah. So it looked to start with like a sort of white carriage surrounded by dark forest. And by the end of that scene, it was a black carriage surrounded by white features. But there was no time when that seemed to change and different parts of the frame mm. seemed to change at different times. And it was all so smooth and I, did, I couldn't quite follow it, but it, it just looked so... Strange, and I thought that was a really mm. good cinematic technique that must have taken a lot of doing. Yeah, around that same time, I've got noted <clears throat> the use of silence in scary moments. So I think it was yeah. directly preceding that. There was just no no sound. There was no music. Yeah. Okay. And that's what like Hitchcock does for scary yeah. moments. Mm. Like really, like focus. You have to really focus on on what's happening. Yeah. And then I think immediately after that there was this really eerie thing with the the carriage and negative and it was, Mm. yeah, just a really interesting way to to sort of draw you into that moment. That's cool. I thought they could have used the soundtrack better than they did. Really? I think they were too confined to... that. I think they had too much thought, we just need some music to go along with this film... And I, they could have used silence better, and they could have used blasts of music better. Bits like the most shocking moments, like when you first look across the across the canal and he's staring through the window, and when he the guy when Hutter looks through the door and Count Orlok is at the end of the corridor. They they didn't the music didn't really change through that. It was just sort of still playing while mm. those moments happened. And there should have been some crescendo or some use of silence to highlight those moments. Interesting. And they chose not to. And I don't know if that's just because this was the first like mm. horror film that had ever been made, and they hadn't quite figured out techniques for that yet that would seem obvious to us now. Mm. Um, but yeah, I thought they could have done better there. But obviously, I think they should have filmed it in colour, and they should have <laughs> had dialogue that you could hear and stuff. So I. I can't can't criticise them for not being up to modern films. Yeah, I think I think the fact that it was black and white covered up a lot of the uh, 
shortfalls. You know, like it didn't have to be filmed as well, and it the whole overacting mm. just it. I don't know somehow. It, it's like when a picture is in low resolution, like you don't notice the details as much. Yeah, there's no HD pictures of Nessie, are there? Yeah. <laughs> so it made it harder to criticise details because, you know, it was the film wasn't the pictures weren't great quality. I don't yeah. really know what my point is, yeah, but I that. think if it was in colour, it would have been. Easier to see flaws. Yeah, sure. It's like the the Hobbit being at forty eight frames per second just made it look fake, right? Yeah. Even though that's more realistic because you just notice things more. Mm. Um, and uh, I think I mentioned the Secret of Nim when we were watching that, just because somehow that film was degraded so badly before they did the digital reproduction. Mm. The way it had all the sound had got all fucked up and the film had got all grainy. Mm actually made it more engaging because it yeah. felt you couldn't see things standing out mm. and popping in the same way that you normally do with films. So yeah, sometimes that, that kind of limit can be a good thing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I have symbolism written once more. Well, I have more symbolic question mark. was when the, the hutter woke up. The thing that it said on screen was the shadows of the night withdrew from the hutter. And I didn't know whether that was just him waking up, like the shadows of the night, just being asleep, or if it was something more than that. Like, was that Nosferatu leaving? Was he the shadow of the night, or was there something? Or I can work out if he was maybe a bit ill, like whether he had any kind of mental illness or something, because there were occasions where it was suggested that he had visions or something, and I thought maybe he'd troubles with his sleep. And therefore, didn't necessarily read into things mm. um, like bites <laughs> yeah, and see. stuff like that, because he might have thought he'd imagined stuff. Mm. I thought there was that they played on this idea of night time being a frightening time when the characters would would be paralysed with fear, and and then in the morning everything was okay again. Mm. Um, they did that a few times, like when he throws the book over his shoulder, <laughs> being like, "Ah, oh, screw this." Um, I wonder if that's what it meant by shadows of the yeah. night, the the fears that surround you. But yeah, maybe that's the mixed with the true danger of mm-hmm. Nosferatu. Hmm. Now I'm all out of symbolism. Okay. That's I'm, almost everything. Yeah, I'm sure. Like the rats, the wolf, and the dirt. All that yeah. means something else, but they linked disease to yeah. the vampire a lot, didn't they? And oh, I suppose. Oh, sorry. No, 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 no. I was just listening to what I was saying. It's a bit. Do you think it was a bit weird that it was like anti-immigration? It's <laughs> <laughs> like look at this foreigner bringing rats, yeah. dirt, bloody Eastern Europeans bloody coming over Eastern. here, <laughs> bringing their diseases. <laughs> Their plumbing skills, stealing our jobs. <laughs> Women. If that is anti-immigration, then it's obviously inherited from the novel, mm-hmm. which is about Britain he comes to, doesn't mm. he? Um, one more point I wanted to make first that was from mine, which was... Um, 
want to say a little bit lazy of them when they were making the film that the original book is set in Britain mm-hmm. and they go to Transylvania and come back and I think it's Whitby isn't it is the town yeah um, and Whitby is across the sea <laughs> but they had they had Count Orlok make a sea journey from Romania to Germany and I was trying to figure out exactly where that sea journey would take him and I I really think you would have to go a long way round to do any of that by sea and it would be mm. so much better to go by road and I, I think maybe they should have come up with like they could have set it in Britain or like done something Did he definitely cross the sea? <clears throat> he didn't yeah, just we, we come up the, river? I thought that to start with but you see the ship on the sea several times with oh, like okay. compl- just water around it I mm. think Okay. Yeah, I got the impression it was sailing. So maybe sea voyage. He can't travel by road because of the daylight. He wouldn't be able to. Could be something. I don't know. I just yeah, I, I thought that was a little. Mm. Surely the Germans watching this might have been like, I think I know my geography a bit better than this. <laughs> the only thing I could think was maybe across the Carpathian Mountains like maybe it's quicker to go to the Black Sea and go all the way around yeah. the Mediterranean but surely not so I don't know well surely there's a river feeds into the Mediterranean from Germany that he could mm, don't think so no except the Black Sea like the Danube mm. um, so you had to go all the way up the Danube uh, or all the way like unbelievably thousands of miles round uh Anyway, it's a minor yeah. point. Um, and fussy, really, but I thought that was. Well, there weird. were place names, so we could find out where the places were if you really wanted. Yeah, I suppose so. If it was feasible. Mm. <laughs> Don't think we should, though. Yeah, that's not an important point, that. Like, totally pointless film, there's like, no point watching it if they have that in it. Um, do you want to hear what Wilf wrote down? Yes. yes. He discussed a few ideas with me, but he didn't, didn't say everything. I think the overture too long. I enjoy the font. <laughs> uh, Can you do an impression of Will Foyt? I think he talks like me. Hmm. Nah, yeah, he's not got a very imitable voice, sadly. Shame. All right. Can you do a silly voice? <laughs> Can I read his notes? Yes. I'll do an impression you of you. Yeah, do it. <laughs> this will be good. <laughs> they had cuts. <laughs> oh, Wilf to the life. <laughs> <laughs> Lady's hair is weak. <laughs> <laughs> Brackets. Wife. No, I'm bad enough for that. <laughs> Thank you. That was fun. We should do this again. Right, I'm just going to read this out yep. all in one go yep, and then we can it. see anything yeah, we yeah. like. I think the overture too long. I enjoy the font. They had cats. The lady's hair is weird. That's the wife. Uh, old man in shop. At least not Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Wilf. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sensing a lot of anger from you today. <laughs> Across Carpathians, new colour. Uh, blue cast represent. Oh, sorry, blue. Blue cast represents dark. Maybe it doesn't mean cast. Blue. Maybe blue colour represents dark, oh, which we identified. Yeah, uh, we were kind of writing in the dark. My handwriting is terrible for this. Yeah. But yeah, actually, blue shots represent dark. We yeah. got that. Didn't maybe we? that. Maybe it's the name for it when you put colour over the top. Yeah, casting and 
Yeah, I, I saw it referred to as tinting. Yeah, anyway. Uh, interesting, German translated into archaic English. I've got that note as well. Yeah, okay. Oh. Um, and we did have a little discussion about It's like about we're that. one person. Uh, blood, appropriate to write with a red pen. Uh, this is actually creepy, he Ooh. says. Mm. So he got that as well. Um, yeah, I thought, so the translation we were watching, I think the idea was that the the ancient book that they were reading was in quite archaic German mm-hmm. and they had translated it into archaic English okay. with duff and dust yeah. and all that. I take it was the same for, for yeah. you too. Yeah. Was it quite archaic English, the the writing in the book? No, or at least I did not think it was very archaic. Yeah, okay. Mm. It didn't have thou and... No. No, okay. Oh. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, yeah, those were all his notes. Yeah. It's like he's here with us. Yeah. Good not whoever he is. Because I wasn't <laughs> one, to meet him. <laughs> one day you'll meet him. <laughs> uh, and I think we can all agree it's a good thing Tom Cruise was not in this film. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe not all of us. <laughs> any other any other thoughts we want to talk about? No, I think no. I've said all my parts. I actually still think it's a bad film. Or? Well, actually. It's got a lot more merit than I yeah. had thought after watching it. Is this like you got me with the whole thing? I think it might be, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, actually, oh, oh was, I'm glad we have the oh, film. It's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Even if I didn't really it. enjoy it at the time, there was, yeah, there was something to be said for it. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, once a wrap. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Hang on, I gotta get the thing out. I should have had this ready. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's our catchphrase. We should have prepared for this. <laughs> if only we knew more about any topic. <laughs> <laughs>